My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800 Following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin and Denise Dirks and our producer, Cal Hunter. The four amigos are back together. We have not been back together for a while. It's so good to be together. We're such a close, tight-knit group. For five years, we've been doing this. It's growing across the country. We are in approximately 100 affiliates right now, or maybe more. I don't even know. Um, but at least radio stations that, that carry us. Thank you for carrying us. Um, those of you who want to call in, you can call in at 855-LAW-RADIO. Or email us at info at Radio Law Talk. We have all types of social media. I mean, we're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Just type in, you know, it's easy, Radio Law Talk, and you'll find us. I mean, any, on any of the platforms, and go ahead and follow us and, and uh, make some comments. We try to post as much as we can, mainly on Instagram. If you want to see our main posts, we're on Twitter also, but we post more on Instagram than anything. So follow us on Instagram at Radio Law Talk. We're going to talk about some very interesting things. Uh, you missed it. I mean, last hour, if, if you didn't hear us, we talked about the R. Kelly trial that has started. If you want to hear it, just go to our radiolawtalk.com. We've got podcasts, and you can type in R. Kelly, or you can look at any year, any time, and you can listen to any of the podcasts or any of our live shows. So that's probably what be interesting to you. We're going to have another case or no case this hour. We're going to talk about Britney Spears. Uh, f- uh, free bit- Britney Spears, the latest legal issues. I- I'm just going to say this here. I mean, it-, it just seems like I know as thing she's getting new lawyers and, and they're trying to get her dad off and, and bring in some new uh, people to uh, help manage her. Uh, she's been posting some weird things, and that's we'll, we'll talk about that. And um, I don't know that uh, she can you know complain that there was too much control, but she's posting some stuff that I, I, you know, again, it's getting publicity. That's for sure. And like, you know, we always say Todd's brought it up and so is Cal and Denise that I guess sometimes you have to, when things are just going slow, you, you get some publicity and, and boom, it booms. So we'll find out what's going on with Britney Spears, the McDonald's lawsuit in Russia. We got to talk about this. This is the most interesting one you're ever going to hear. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, major league baseball mascot for the Phillies. 
There's lawsuits about that. So wait till you hear this. This It's the ripple effect. What that lawsuit, Mm -hmm. the effect that might have on another industry is just, uh uh-oh. Wow, that's interesting. And whether you believe things or not politically on the right or left or middle, this is bizarre. A 1965 allegation is now going to go to court for something that someone allegedly did or they're claiming they did. In 1965. 56 years ago. And this is not a criminal case. This is a civil case. Wow. So uh, interesting. So we're going to talk about that. But what we're here for is one thing. Cal, what are we here for? Well, I think we're here for this right here. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. And now Case or No Case. It was a video of a cat purring for one hour, and it was posted on YouTube by frequent contributor, a cat purring. That was it. But then the fur began to fly. The YouTube user got a letter from the video site in 2015 telling him that that upload was being removed. The record label EMI Music had filed a formal complaint against him for plagiarizing one of his songs which must have been a strange song because the video was just an hour long of a looped clip of a cat purring, and he uploaded it a year ago. It's not entirely clear why EMI Music or YouTube's algorithms became alerted by this, by a purring cat sound, like the dance hit of the summer, but they were confident enough about it that they immediately pulled the video off their website and demonetized the entire channel of this pretty big video producer, which means he could no longer make any money off of uploading YouTube anymore, which as hard as as it is for those of us over the age of 30 is actually a legitimate way of making money these days. So anyway, that is uh, the setup. So now I believe, uh, Mr. Penny, it's your turn to give it a shot. So I was reading uh, a note to me, and I want to make sure I Uh I didn't miss. No, I I got most of it. So uh, he he got the cat purring for an hour, um, and... Who took it away from him? Who who's the one that that said that? EMI was Records right. and YouTube. Oh, and who? And he's trying to sue someone. Who's he suing? He's the, going after the record company who accused him of falsely plagiarization, right, right. and also YouTube for demonetizing him. Mm. I'm going to say that's like a that. real case. Um, it's a real lawsuit. And um, I like that. That's the purring. That's 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 a happy cat right I'm there. Huh? Right there. Yeah. Uh, that's a law. Lo- that's a lawsuit. But I'm trying to think of. Um, I, I wonder if it's still pending. Cal, do we have to say whether it's pending or if it happens or doesn't? Or what, well, how do you think the case was disposed of? If you think it's still out there in, okay, in court right. space or okay. whatever. Okay. All right. All right. He wins. All right, Mr. Who's Cunin. he? Wait, who's he? Uh, the, the the individual. The, the purring cat. The purring individual. cat dude. Hmm. What was his name? Per cat dude? I'll tell you his name later. All right. Yeah, right. I want to tell you now. Mr. Cunin, what do you think about this A matter of the purring cat being a disco or a, a, a rave dance? Dogs hit? and cats yeah. living together. Mass hysteria. That's what I say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it sounds like so he uploads it now. I guess the I think the way this would work is EMI would contact YouTube and say, "Hey, we, we're making a claim on that. That's our copyrighted work." Right. And so if there is any monetization, any money made, it the money should go to us, not to him. And which is oftentimes what happens if there's any ads played during it because that's our work, not his. Uh, I will say that this is a case, and I think well. 
I think that the guy is able to show that the recording was of his cat and not an overdub, a video of a cat, and then an overdub of this other recording recorded sound. Like with a drum beat behind it or some weird thing like that. Right? Yes, yeah. that, that this is actually his cat that he recorded. He's able to prove it and prove that he owns the copyright to that specific sound. And what is able to happen is he prevails and he's able to get monetization back. Okay. Um, I guess the here, here's my question for you, Cal, mm -hmm. again, in terms of the rules. Sure. Is it a case... If he contests the claim and then YouTube rules in his favor, or is it only a case if it goes before some third-party tribunal? Doesn't some, some someone have to file something in order for something well, to be a well, case? Typically, what happens? Yeah, typically what happens in this case is he just he overcomes the appeal with YouTube, and then YouTube says, "Okay, we agree with you, and we'll monetize it." If that's the case, if that's what happens, then I'm going to say that. Um, well, if, if that happened, and it happened because he took it to court, then well, obviously I will award you a point if you say it was a case. And if he just did it, then I would say no. Uh, so I'm going to say yeah. this is a scenario, but it all it, it all occurred within YouTube's internal appeals process, and they remonetized him. And as a result, it would not be an actual case because nothing was filed in court. Okay. Okay. Denise, what do you think about this purring kitty cat case? I think it was filed perfectly. Oh, <laughs> Very well done. Nice, nice, nice. Nice one. Yeah, good one. Yeah. So I, I, this is what I think. I think the problem was somebody else dubbed EMI's music over the purring kitty, and that's what happened. So I think that the guy can show that his original was only his cat and the sound from Mook's cat. And not any other, you know, rendition with EMI's music in it. And I do believe that it was settled out of court. So there was no filing, but it was settled out of court. So it's no case, but it's a, it's a scenario. Oh, so we got two. Yes, it is case. One, it's not a case. We'll be back after this and find out. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. 
800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him, like, a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy, too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, quack, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack Car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. You are a loser. You're a whiner. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. We're back with case or no case, and uh, uh, I, I was wrong as we're going out to the break. So Todd said it is not a case; it's an, it's a scenario. And That's right. He said it's a scenario, not a case. I said it's a case. I and said it was filed perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> and I think I'm wrong, but that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of points with, with against everybody, so I'm way ahead of Denise right now. So, uh, Cal, go ahead and up. tell me I'm wrong. Tell us what the scenario. Well, okay, let me put the uh, put the oh, kitty cat up there first. Okay, so here's the deal. 
The producer called his lawyer and said, hey, they can't do that, can they? Can they musically copyright a cat purr? Which is what they were basically saying. And so the matter was sorted out pretty well because the lawyer did a very smart thing that we talk about all the time here. He reached out to the local news media and said, does this sound like a dance tune to you? And all of a sudden, YouTube became aware of it. EMI became aware of it. And they said, this is an electronic algorithm. Pick this up. We don't know how come we got this stuff. It's all automated. So uh, It's not a real cat purring? So, no, we just drop our claim because it was just a cat purr. And we, we didn't really have a song. that we, we The electronic algorithm snoops around the Internet looking for music. Oh. And, if, and it picked it up. How? We don't know. There is a case of one with a dog bark with the same thing. So anyway, all I can tell you is that it, nothing was ever filed because uh, the record companies were too embarrassed. And that is case or no case. You know, the, the lawsuit on something like that that I think would be interested in, I would be interested in knowing is at what point does it come where the record company sues YouTube for the negative publicity because YouTube's algorithm made this happen great question and uh and and, and the record company's like you guys got to get this fixed <laughs> you know because you're throwing you're pulling us down in the mud because your algorithm sucks yeah right so that'll be interesting yeah. next hour by the way on case or no case a matter of old gold old gold that's next hour now back well to the show. Now. all i gotta say is this you know, we talked about R. Kelly, and now we got to talk about Britney. And, and I don't care. And again, they're not the same. Don't, we're not saying they're one and the same. Um, but, you know, I think Britney's beautiful. I, I think still at age 40, she looks great. And um, the issue is with all that's going on in her life and the, the hashtag free Britney, um, the question is, is this good for her or bad for her? So what has happened? Um Long story short, she got a new lawyer. The judge allowed her to get a new lawyer. She's gotten rid of uh, her people. Well, they stepped down, the people who were handling her finances. She's got one of the original um, guardian, not guardians, what's the word? Uh, tr- conservative conservators there, that lady that wants, the, wants a bunch of money uh, for uh, uh, security. <clears throat> the whole issue is to get rid of Jamie Spears, her father. <clears throat> who over the past, what, 12, 13 years approximately has been her conservator. And so basically the, at this point the court said no, but now Jamie's saying, look, I'm, I, I'm probably going to step down. And he's, he's you know generally saying that'll happen. But um, the things that are going on with Britney's Instagram account, if you haven't seen it, it's very interesting. It seems like she's going a little amok. I mean, I don't know who's in charge or whatever. She's been doing some things that have been pretty uh, edgy, I'm going to say is the word, right? we got to be careful we're in terrestrial radio, but edgy um, in what she's been doing. Todd? Well, I'm just going to – look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my skeptical person hat here. And um, I'm going to – it would not surprise me if sometime in the next six months, and I think that the, the key thing here is to get the conservatorship modified, and that might be why the push is here, because I think that there may be a problem with hypothetically 
a reality show, a la Keeping Up with Britney Spears, something like that, and being able to do that while under a conservatorship, but if you can get out from underneath the conservatorship and then have some sort of a reality show where people are following you around with cameras and stuff, and the bank you would make because of the drama that was naturally picked up during the termination of conservatorship process would not surprise me in one bit if in the next six to 12 months we see something like that and this whole thing is just publicity to spearhead that because it wouldn't it wouldn't work right now or, or four months ago because she's not in the she's not in the public eye right so you got to get a way to get it in the public eye and, and what are we going to do well i don't know they seem to be making a lot of money in the record industry by using the court system with a copyright claim and then everybody's record sales goes up and we all win so let's try that with this so i'm a little skeptical with all of this but i i just think there's no way all of this publicity and everything she's doing is just happening just as a matter of course right now. I, I smell a rat. And what I think That's is not that— That's not a rat. Not a rat, but go ahead. I think that this is a very good strategy on the part of her new yes. attorney. Because uh, the only person who would be fighting to keep the conservatorship in place is her father. And if you remove him and you put in, Brittany has a choice now of her own attorney. She has now asked for a certain CPA to become uh, the person, you know, over the conservator over her person and replace her father completely. And then that's another person she's chosen. And so I think this is a workaround so that Brittany does not have to have an evaluation. Because if Brittany has a psychological evaluation, it is going to say if she has any personality defects, if she has any uh, slight character flaws, if she has any capacity issues. And in order to get out from underneath the conservatorship fully, that's what's going to have to happen. And so I do think this is a strategy by her attorney to work around the fact that there's going to be somebody opposing the termination of the conservatorship. I, I think you nailed it, Denise. That's exactly right. That's that's. Uh, we always say this, that sometimes they need publicity, and I think Todd's right, too. Do you think the reality show's on its way? That's I a think great so. thought. I think, and you know what the reality show needs to be with? I know she's got a boyfriend. Todd and Brittany. Something like oh, that, right? And kitties. That's a good one. Kitties. Todd, oh no, Todd, Brittany, and <laughs> who's the other gal that is uh, Johnny Depp's girl? Amber Heard. Amber Heard. And the purring cats. Amber, the purring cats, Brittany, and Todd. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming right up, right here. Don't go away. RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road, quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. What's your IRS problem? If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, come on. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So we just ended with Britney Spears. Those of you who are hanging on by the edge of your seats, just we'll be following up with this. But uh, we think pretty soon there's going to be a reality show. Uh, we're predicted it here at Radio Law Talk. I think uh, Todd brought it up. I'm going to give uh, credit to Todd. He's thinking reality show, and we're hoping, and we talked about it at the very end. Todd, maybe you will be involved in that show. Is this real life? I, I don't know. Maybe it's the, the stalker that she has to get a TRO against. <laughs> or I, I, she, look, look, she, look, she's attractive, but... Just, not your age. You like younger. Well, I'm just – no, no, no. <laughs> You're going to get me in so much trouble. I, I, I'm just going to say that she does look like she's uh, she's reached the point where makeup application now involves a trowel and some spackle. Oh, but, you know, look, I, Todd. She, she's still good looking. <laughs> oh, Todd. The man with a ponytail. I mean, look, any 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 time the, the finishing touches on the makeup involves wet sanding and <laughs> – all right, I'll just stop right yeah, now. Yeah, you're getting so deep. Remember, you know why you got a divorce? is because you kept digging deeper, you know? You know, some, some people, when they hit rock bottom, it's done. Me, I whip out some dynamite and blast. I can go lower. <laughs> That's exactly. All right, let's, speaking of going lower, in Russia, a woman is suing McDonald's for basically uh, featuring cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets that caused her to break down and... And, and go against her religion during her fasting t- period during Lent. Now, some Orthodox Christians, Lent, what Lent is, is you're, you're supposed to be what? Does anybody know you're supposed to be not have food for a month? or meat. It's basically meat. meat. No meat or, yeah. or something. I'm, I don't No fall. poultry, no eggs, no meat, no dairy. Or, for you, or, the, or you can select your own. It doesn't necessarily have to be off that list. Some people just select. I'm going to give up chocolate for Lent. Right. Or, yes. you know, right. Whatever something. Yeah, but, but Orthodox. Orthodox is really pretty strict. Right. But you're right. Most, most uh, Catholics also... Um, can pick their own and what they're going to give up. It's it, The idea is to give up something that's important to you 
um, so that you give back to people less fortunate as yourself. That's kind of the idea. This is a, this is a great thing that we should do. Todd, will you give up McDonald's for Kitties. a full month? Oh, man. That way, which we're here live. Radio it, it, will, will I give up McDonald's for a full, full month? month? I've done that in the past. I mean, does it? Well, that to, was when you had well, no money. Well, well, a month. You mean like thirty days, right? No, six weeks. Left. Six weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do those have to be consecutive weeks? Yes. Made up of consecutive days. Yes. <laughs> because I mean, if you add up all of the days I didn't eat McDonald's over, say, the last three years, mm-hmm. you'll come up with about six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to do it six weeks prior to Easter, ending on Easter. Yeah, I could. Uh, that would that would not be a problem for me. But you can't. What would you go to? And like, what's your second favorite? I don't know. I probably just eat Burger at home. King or Burger King. Like the only thing I eat at McDonald's anymore is sometimes breakfast because it's quick. And if I didn't eat there, honestly, a lot of times when I go to McDonald's, I get the oatmeal. I just make that at home. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And what would you I, give I, up? I don't. I don't believe. Fred, what would you give up? Food in general. That's now, look, if, they, if they've got I a, need to if, give up food is what I need to give up. That's my problem. If, if they've got Probably a commercial, right, if they've got a commercial out there that's like, in Russia, McDonald's hamburger, you know, buy it by you. You know, that I could see why that would be enticing. Right. right. So maybe, maybe and I could just claim that my will was overpowered by the by the uh, efficacy of the message. She said, quote, ready for this? When I saw the advertising, oh, you got to say it in Russian because they're Russian. Go, you. When, I, when I saw advertising banner, I could not help myself. I visited McDonald's, bought a cheeseburger. It was very good. After <laughs> which, I sought out James Bond and killed him, <laughs> but not before kissing him because he is so irresistible. I gave up a lot of Lent. <laughs> That's that was not true, by the way. No, but basically, she did say that uh, she saw an advertising banner and couldn't help herself. And visit McDonald's, ate a cheeseburger. Now, guess what? Here's the best part. How much is she suing for? Cal, did you see this? You saw the article. I did not you? see the piece. Okay, okay, so, um, okay Cal, how I mean, much is she suing for I'm, in American money? How much I'm going is she to guess for? that if she's suing McDonald's for giving up Lent, <laughs> it's got to be uh, easily forty thousand bucks, thousand bucks a day. That's my guess. <laughs> No, way off, huh? $14. I'm not looking for unjust enrichment. I just want $14. (laughs) 1,000 rubles. You know what she wants? She wants enough to go to McDonald's and buy herself another fix. That's what she wants. That's exactly right. It's (laughs) 14 bucks. She wants 1,000 rubles, $14, and she wants compensation. (laughs) She wants the courts to investigate this thing. And I'll tell you right now, uh, this is uh, interesting right now. So McDonald's gets sued for (laughs) advertising (laughs) in Russia for 1,000 rubles or $14 because she uh, couldn't resist the advertisement. Franchise owner. Man, you're killing me. (laughs) So so would McDonald's have a uh, cross-complaint against the ad company that came up with the ad? It was too effective, dang it. (laughs) It was too effective. Uh, what is this country coming to? Oh, no, no that's not, not, that's that's not this country. This is Russia. Russia. Russia country coming to. I mean, what's this world I meant? Not this country coming to. What's Did the ad say come here for Lent? Uh, I don't know, but it, it was just, it was very uh, alluring Apparently. for you to. And you know what? Yeah. I'll tell you right now, maybe I should do the same thing because I drive by a McDonald's every day, and every day I look at it when I'm on my diet, and I say, mm, McDonald's. As stupid as that, bizarre. I don't care what you say. And um, McDonald's does not sponsor us, by the way. And they should. Actually, should sponsor Todd. I I don't care what people say. (laughs) I eat at some of the nicest five-star restaurants. I really do. And that's good. Dude, sometimes just a McDonald's Big Mac just hits 
the spot. I don't care. And, and they're, they're French fries. So, I yeah. just, and actually, Iceberg does too, by the way. Iceberg Drive-In. We, they do sponsor us there. So, so one, one of my rules, this is one of those things you would think about, but one of my rules as a lawyer that I advise and recommend for all folks that are in trial when you're in trial, that is not the time to experiment with new things to eat for lunch or breakfast or even dinner the <laughs> night before because you don't want to be sitting there at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I said, uh, can we take a break, Your Honor? No, we really need to take a break, Your Honor. Okay? Um, and, and so you don't want to experiment. And so for me, having done a number of trials as a prosecutor, as a defense attorney, my go-to breakfast and lunch when I'm in trial. For breakfast, it is the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit meal at McDonald's because I know that's not going to mess with me. And then for lunch, cheeseburger, small fry, no pickles, Diet Coke. And that's all I will eat. You know, that's my breakfast and trial. lunch for the Wait, whole trial. With a Diet Coke. With a Diet Coke, of course. That way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, no, no. And you know why the Diet Coke? Yeah, because if I have a regular Coke, for some reason, the sugar gives me a headache. No way I want a headache in the middle of a I should probably just have water, but I got to have something carbonated. But those are my go to meals when I'm in trial. Really? Yeah. So McDonald's was hoping you're in trial all the time. Hey, hey, look, you could uh, if you weren't going to get popped for insider trading, you could probably invest and play the stock market with McDonald's based on my eating habits. <laughs> and your rises trial, and falls. And your trial preparation. Todd's in trial. It's buy, buy, buy. He's out of trial. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> Some musicians are sponsored by guitar companies that get free guitars and amplifiers. Todd will be sponsored by McDonald's. Just drive in. And Why it'd, be, it'd be like NASCAR. I could I go it. in with the patches all yeah. over my suit. My briefcase has McDonald's on the side of it. You know, eight five five Law Radio McDonald's. <laughs> Call and you can sponsor Todd Cunin as part of our uh, radio law talk. We're not over. We're about a hundred stations nationwide. Why are they not sponsoring us? I guess we should make a phone call, shouldn't we? They're going to go radio. Who? What do you want to do? Well, let's talk about Johnny Depp here. Defamation case here. Look in Virginia. Don't forget. There's a lawsuit by Johnny Depp going against Amber Heard, his ex-wife, for a op-ed in 2018 in the Washington Post where she basically wrote and talked about domestic violence uh, in a marriage and um, insinuated, obviously, that it was her husband at the time, Johnny Depp, or at least uh, at not at the time, but she's only been married to Johnny Depp. And uh, – so it insinuated that she was talking about Johnny Depp being uh, a domestic violence against her. And so uh, anyway, that, that, that's, that's the situation right there that's set up. And that, don't get that confused with the lawsuit in England where Johnny Depp sued the son for calling him a wife beater um, in one of their uh, publications. That's different than this. This is where Johnny's actually suing Amber Heard. Uh, for defamation, I, I can't remember how much money, but it's quite a bit, whatever it is. Well, the the most recent court documents, as of August seventeenth, um, that uh, uh, that Amber tried to get the case dismissed, and the court said, nope, there's enough evidence here to allow it to go forward, so the case is going to go forward. Heaven forbid if it got dismissed. The negative part about that. We would have nothing. We have to shut Radio Law Talk down for at least a couple months because we'd have nothing to talk about. Without Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, I don't think we'd have anything to talk about. Well, we have R. Kelly now. Weinstein's gone. We've got R. Kelly now. So we do have things to talk about. But again, we're going to put it out there. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, free mediation. You have to listen to me by Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. And I'll even get Denise and Todd involved if you want. And we won't charge. And that's I'm, all I you can only have, do it for a day, though. I may have a conflict of interest. 
Yes. Because I think Amber Heard's really hot. And you'll and you'll be uh, on her side. We'll be back after this and find out what hot means. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up right here, right after this. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. 
the old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. You know, Todd Cunin uh, loves to do one thing, and he loves to... <laughs> we were going to talk about Johnny Depp. We already talked about it. We're going to follow up on that stuff. But um, he loves to do commentary in baseball, and he's a baseball guy, right? He loves to do what's called the Gold Sox. And those of you, let's give a, give a shout-out for the Gold Sox. Are, it's not even minor league. It's below minor league. It is, uh, it's what's, a, it's it's a, a collegiate wood bat collegiate baseball. Wood bat. It's, it's summer ball for, summer the, uh, ball. for the collegiate for the college baseball students. players yeah, and stuff. Yeah. A lot of major league scouts come out, take a look at it. And, but it's not like double-A, triple-A ball. It would be it a. would be essentially the equivalent of low-A. Uh, single-A. Like uh, well, they have single-A. They have low-A and high-A, so right. it would be low-A. That's, yeah. that's pretty low. Yeah. So these guys, the odds of them being uh, in the big leagues are pretty slim. I, I wouldn't say that. We've had a lot of folks come from there to go on to the big leagues. In fact, one of the guys in the team last this last season uh-huh. got drafted by the Red Sox. His season was cut short. He's now in the Red Sox minor league system. But so. Red, Lox, Red Sox minor league. I'm talking major league. I mean, the, the odds of them going to the major the, the odds of anyone going to the major are leagues really are slim. different. I don't think it's any different for these guys right. than anybody else. So. Actually, they might have a little more of a chance, just because they're Todd. It depends because yeah. Todd because Todd's the commentator. Is that why? Yeah, that it, that's exactly why. You know, this guy can't hit a fastball, but dang, if the description doesn't sound awesome, let's give him a shot. If Todd talks him up, he's going up. <laughs> that's exactly because you have what all seven listeners that listen to you. Usually? Yeah, uh, well, on a good day, on a good day. <laughs> no, we were getting. Uh, let's see, this last season. On any given game, we were having upwards of either up to seven hundred and fifty to a thousand unique listeners per game uh, that would come. Good. They wouldn't. I mean, those are not listening to the entire game, but baseball is one of those where somebody would come in, listen to an inning, and then leave, and they'll come back and forth, and that's what's happening. That was awesome because his children were cutting in and out, turning, going on and off on the on the thing. I told so. them to do that to boost the numbers. He yes. taught the kitties to push the buttons. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, we can't help you. We don't have opposable thumbs. How we run this? So <laughs> we have the major league mascot, which is one of the most famous ones. That it's just bizarre looking. I, it's like they say. It's like from the Galapagos is the Phillies mascot. Um, that his name is what fanatic, right? Philly, Philly fanatic. fanatic. Yep. And. If you haven't seen him, just look him up. He's just a weird-looking thing that was made up way long time ago. In the 1960s, uh, 1970s, 1978, uh, this mascot was brought forth 
uh, by the Phillies executive named Bill Giles or Giles. Uh, he needed a mascot. He hired Bonnie Erickson, um, who had who had worked for Jim Henson of the uh, of the Muppets, right? And um, at the first home game, uh, uh, they came up with this concept on April twenty fifth, nineteen seventy eight home game. The character just popped out, and an uh, individual by the name of Dave Raymond um, was in the suit, and the famous Philly fanatic started from there. And there's lawsuits. Does anyone know what the lawsuit's about? You want to talk about it? Or do you want me to just get I, 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 You seem this to be you. going with it. Okay, so so, yeah. so what happens is, that there, uh, by the way, there's uh, uh, they're in New York, and what the, the big, long legal fight that's been going on two years is between the Phillies and the design firm um, that said, look, we th- we own the rights to this individual uh, uh, Phillies uh, mascot, and we want money for it. And, and the lawsuits have been flying for a couple of years now and um, uh, under this Erickson individual. So um, why is this important? Why, why is this going to be such a groundbreaking case? And it is because... There's a number of mascots out there all over the NFL, all over the, you know, uh, basketball, uh, all over baseball, where the issue is who has the rights to that mascot. And I would, you know, generally, I mean, gut reaction. I'm not saying legally. Gut reaction is it, it belongs to the ball club, right? Because they paid for that. They paid for that. I guarantee you if they didn't pay for it, they... Maybe they didn't pay for it, but I'm sure they wrote a check for something. And and what do they get? They got they got the rights to to that uh, to the Phillies fanatic. So um, and any derivative, right? Any and any deriv- derivative right. of the Phillies fanatic. And, and this is why this one's so important. It's not just a normal one, uh, Phillies fanatic, but this is the only uh, mascot that has had a major role in a television uh, movie. And in fact, the, the this fanatic is. Well known worldwide, not just the United States, but worldwide. Yeah, and, and look, the issue here also is that there was a law passed, I believe it was 1978, and and it deals with the transfer of copyrights. And essentially, according to the law, and this is where you're going to start seeing these coming out now. If if I create something, but I transfer the copyright to you, Fred. So I've created right. it. Normally, I would have it, but I have the rights to transfer the copyright. So I transfer the copyright to Fred. After 35 years has passed, that transfer expires, and I, as the original creator of the work, can then grab and pull it back unless certain things have happened. And that's what the argument here is. The Phillies are arguing, that, look, this was transferred to us by, by Erickson and whomever, uh, Harrison and Erickson. This was transferred to us, but it's coming up on 35 years. And so the Phillies are saying, look, we've made certain modifications to it, though, and so we still get the copyright going forward. And Harrison and Erickson are saying, no, 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 no. It comes back to us because the 35 years are up. It's substantially the same, and and that's what's being duked out in court. And this applies to um, other mascots, but the industry really keeping tabs on this is Hollywood because you have movies like The Terminator and and, uh, and – you know these big blockbuster movies that were like late seventies, early eighties, and the copyrights were transferred to the production houses and the movie studios by the folks that made the film, so that those can be broadcast. But they're coming up on thirty-five years, and the people that originally created the film are thinking, "Hey, can I go and pull that copyright back now and retain it for myself?" Because your thirty-five years is up. 
Yeah. Hollywood's really paying attention is because if this lawsuit goes the wrong way and if it makes it up to the Supreme Court and it's decided there as precedent, they could be missing out on a lot of stuff. Yeah, the big issue here they're talking about, and, and a lot of the arguments is, are, are the changes trivial or is it still the original uh, you know, uh, original um, Phillies, what do you call it, Phillies? The fanatic. Fanatic or yeah. not. But So you know, we, there's there's pictures you can look at all over the Internet. You can determine whether or not it's a little bit of a change. And it has changed, but if it's if it's enough to make a difference or not. So um, anyway, uh, that's important stuff. Pink star-shaped eyelashes, light blue eye, uh, eyebrows. This is really important stuff. During this COVID times, you know, we got to make sure that this is straightened out. Yeah, the team said, we gave it a makeover. Come on. Yeah. We gave it a makeover and the new thing's ours. And they're saying, yeah, that's derivative work. We should be able to get it back, whatever. And the judge says <laughs> the following, to be sure the changes to the structural shape of Fanatic are no great strokes of brilliance. But as the Supreme Court has Ouch. already noted, a compilation of minimally creative elements, no matter how crude, humble, or obvious, or obvious can render a work a derivative. That's what the judge says. So therefore, um, the judge is saying, you know, she's going to accept the new version, um, and it falls within uh, the derivative works exception. Apparently, there's an exception, the derivative work exception that uh, that the district court upheld. Uh, Phillies won't lose their mascot is what is what the judge is saying at this at this point, um, and so it's going to stay with the Phillies for now. So we'll find out what happens. We're going to follow this one all the way along, and then and then uh, go from there. Now. Here's one I'm trying to save. We have a few minutes left, and I want to save it for hour number three. We have three hours here, Radio Law Talk. There is a very interesting issue that occurred in 1965 that now is just coming forth, uh, I mean, generally, I mean, coming forth uh, in the courts where an individual is being sued for doing something in 1965. And this is a, a civil court case. Uh, the individual is now in their 70s that is bringing this lawsuit, my understanding. And um, this is just going to be really interesting about the statute limitations. After we do that, then we're going to talk about uh, Dodger star Trevor Bears having some issues. Then, we, then look, we, we've got um, – We've got an issue about the morning show that's uh, being sued, $44 million lawsuit. We're going to talk about that. The Phillies owner, we're going to pop that up again. We've got issues uh, uh, not just with the mascot, but the Phillies owner. we got a Miami hurricane. I remember this. A hurricane player is being arrested in a 2006 killing of a teammate, and we're going to talk about that. And then we got uh, Deadpool, Disney's Profit Deadpool lawsuits there. we got so much to talk about. We're going to blow up this whole third hour, so stay with us. As Fred said, there's a lot more coming up on Radio Law Talk right here on your favorite radio station and for many of you on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be right back. Hold on. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
brought to you by Amazon. As students head back to school, there are a number of supplies and preparations underway. But while the lists may have grown, the time and money spent shopping doesn't have to. Customers can spend less and smile more when they shop Amazon for everything they need to get back to school. A one-stop shop offering the widest selection and lowest prices. And did you know? Amazon offers a discounted Prime membership option for qualifying government assistance recipients for just $5.99 per month. That's 50% off. In addition to Amazon's everyday low prices, Prime members enjoy unlimited fast, free delivery, access to exclusive savings, thousands of movies and TV shows with Prime Video, more than 2 million songs ad-free with Amazon Music, and access to more than 1,000 books and magazines with Prime Reading, something that can come in handy as those reading lists ramp up. To learn more or start your 30-day free trial, visit Amazon.com slash Prime Discount.